0: During that one year, I was allowed to stay in the country, but then they rejected it, and I had to leave in a week. Oh, sure. And it was just like, yeah, okay, well,
1: Keenan has written 24 uh, <laughs> erotic novels on Princess uh, Marta.
0: <laughs> so funny.
1: when when they found out, they had to go. <laughs>
2: Hello and welcome to the Blue in the Face podcast, the official Mike Dean commemoration podcast. Um, Hi guys, how are you? Good, good, good. Yeah?
0: I'm still recovering from the FA Cup final with how much I had to drink.
2: (laughs) How much you had to drink to get over it?
0: Yeah, I, I blacked out that night. I ended up stealing somebody's welcome mat, had to go return that today, so that was fun.
2: Nice. You obviously felt too welcome.
0: I I did. I I felt like they, I I didn't feel
2: welcome enough after that atrocity, so. Of course. And now you have a large beer at perfect times. Um, We should introduce a a special guest, um, fresh from Christian Sanders, isn't it you live? Christian? Now, uh
3: Lyngdal is Lyngdal. Almost Christian <laughs>
2: we're gonna say Christian. Uh <laughs> yes. How are you? And uh have you enjoyed your seventeenth of May celebrations?
3: Uh I'm good. Uh the the weekend before the seventh May was terrible, the worst weekend <laughs> in many years, but uh today I'm pumped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh I think as we're going to go through the games, it's going to be a case of a sort of like a like a shit sandwich, isn't it? So you've got like... we acknowledge
0: for our non-Norwegian followers why the 17th of May is actually important?
2: We could do. <laughs> I mean, we do have, we have a
0: very large Cameroonian following.
2: <laughs> Not to mention Nigerian following, yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, so the 17th of May is uh, our sort of Independence Day,
1: basically. No, it's the Constitution. Constitution Day, yes.
2: Yeah. Um, so I'm sure said... they
1: celebrate that in Cameroon as well.
2: Well, of course. Yeah. It's uh...
1: a we Constitution Day, of course. <laughs> we celebrate in England.
2: You know? Uh yeah, so I was saying like we let's talk about the games, but uh it's gonna be more of like a sort of a shit sandwich, as and you start with the with a good one and end with a good one, and then have to deal with all the crap in the middle. Mm. It's um it's gonna be glorious, I'm sure. Uh yeah, so what was I gonna say? Um, we're going to try and yeah, I'll try and do this in the best possible way. So I think both the um, both the Leicester game and the Arsenal game, we'll try and talk about the uh, the VAR incidents at the end and try and cover the, the actual performance first, and then move into the, the VAR incidents. Or else it's just going to be a, a bitchy fest. Um, right, let's get it going. Manchester City one, Chelsea two. Goals from Sterling, Ziyech and Alonso, um,
1: and not Aguero,
2: and not Aguero, no.
1: <laughs> Most important, exactly.
2: Um, can, do you want to go through the lineup for us? Uh,
1: no,
0: I'm, <laughs> uh, I can do the lineup for this one, there, Chris. Yeah,
2: thanks, Keenan. Someone's been paying so. attention.
0: We started with Mendy and Ness, had Rudiger, Christensen and Aspie at the back, then in midfield, Alonso, Conte, Billy Gilmore and Rhys James, and up front was Pulisic, Werner and Ziyech.
2: Fabulous. So both uh, Gilmore and Alonso getting a game. Was that, uh, you happy with that lineup?
0: On the whole, no. I remember looking at it and having zero confidence whatsoever. But not because of, of Billy, more because of Alonso and the, the pace that City have up front.
2: That's true. Um, but it was a, uh, I don't know, like Alonso keeps coming in and you keep thinking that, like, you know, is he going to work? But again, it's a, he's a wing back. So if he was ever going to work, he should work in these games.
0: I think Alonso did the most. Alonso had the most Alonso-esque performance that he's ever had, where he was largely ineffectual for the majority of the game and then banged in a winner at the end.
2: Well, stolen off the foot of uh, Hatton yeah.
0: Deflected off, yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. Knut, uh, were you happy with the lineup? What do you think of uh, Gilmore's performance?
1: I was very happy to see Gilmour, and uh, I don't remember, I mean, Gilmore hasn't played much, has he? he? hasn't played for, well, he's played a bit now, but he hasn't played for ages. <clears throat> so I think he played, performed really well. Um, uh, that's taken into consideration, uh, and obviously I'm very happy to see him, because I think he, it, it would be strange to me if uh, Tuchel didn't rate him. He seems like a perfect Tuchel player. But obviously, and with three guys in front of him, is it's it's going to be hard. But I mean, it's been every possibility now. These last games with uh, Kovacic injured, so uh, I was expecting to see him a bit more. But I'm obviously happy to see him in this game.
2: No, it was a uh, really, you know, I mean, I thought the other he also played in the game before, didn't he? Am I wrong?
1: See, this is the thing. I can remember what I ate just now. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. Anyway, like he had he had the performance before, where I thought he was the in the game before, where I thought he was he was okay, and he was sort of you know. But in this game, I just thought he was back to his best. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't say his best, but definitely levels above the performance before.
2: Mm-hmm. I just uh, I,
0: I I don't think anything will will ever like top him just nutmegging Fabinho and just playing as if nothing happened <laughs> Exactly.
2: Now, uh, you a big fan of uh, Gilmore? Christian?
0: yeah
3: uh, when, when you get Billy on the on the pitch on so big game, you're like hoping for a, a great game for the team and for the guy and um, we won <laughs> so and I think he's uh I think he was a good play, good good match and uh he as I he had some problem in the start but uh, he was uh, getting into it and he, how old is it 19 I could be
0: his father 19. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I would but, agree with that as well Definitely what good. he's he's well, grown.
1: He looks uh, about 15 now. He used to look 11. So uh...
2: yeah, I mean, what he's grown like a half percent maturity. The not... yeah. Yeah. he, the he team got team. his uh,
0: Scotland call up today as well.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which
3: is uh, uh, one thing I want to say is that I don't want to hit on the uh, negative wagon that um, so many Chelsea fans does feels So. Uh, so I w- yeah, but I want to be like, uh, try to focus on some positive and uh, be one of those guys. <laughs> um,
0: Don't yeah, worry. And, um, if you want to be positive, I'll come in and make sure that everything stays really
2: nice. Keenan will balance.
1: Yeah,
2: no, um, I just, I mean, I remember me and Knut watched this game together and I, we, we, I remember watching it, and after a few beers, bear in mind, I mean, I was very happy, like, you know, 1-1, I mean, we didn't lose, you know, fine. I mean, ha- just completely, relatively content with that. But, like, as we talked about beforehand, like, very much like, okay, I don't, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't, I'd love to win this game, but not necessarily mm. wanting to jinx the final by winning both the games beforehand. Um, and then Alonso did what Keenan said.
3: Yeah. You had another guy that uh, was great in that game, and that was Zuma. You have the crazy tackles <laughs> inside the 16.
2: Yes. Now we can go into that. Uh, so on a on a show of well, hands don't work very well on uh, over audio, but uh, <laughs> so who who thought that that, was, that Zuma's tackle in the, the final minutes was a penalty? That's one hand from Keenan. And nobody else. Okay. Knut, yeah, why was it not a penalty?
1: I didn't want one. Uh... <laughs> Fabulous. Okay. Neutral as always. <laughs> no, I don't remember really, but uh, I think the... Um, it kind of reminded me of the uh, when he first entered the team. You know, I remember when he was so good under Mourinho. He had one of those uh, games where he did some of those kind of tackles against. uh, I think it was against Aguero actually. Uh, And uh, I mean, he's he's very precise, even though it looks very reckless. So, yeah, big
2: legs.
3: Was it Sterling? Yeah, the the this game was Sterling. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but Uh, uh,
0: can he stand on the feet? (laughs) See, I think that's what it was. Is I think. It was absolutely a penalty. And had it been almost anyone else besides Sterling, that would have been given. However, I also feel like it was justification that it wasn't because that Gilmore foul was never a penalty on Gabriel Jesus. Like Jesus ran away from the ball and jumped into Billy. Well, and I mean, to be fair, like Zuma was all over the back of of Sterling and Sterling definitely couldn't maneuver the way that he naturally would have had that pressure like not been there and he didn't play the ball like Zuma did not play the ball he played the man what did the VAR say VAR agreed with uh with the on-field ref um but who's that guy Dermot Gallagher he's like a former like ref I watched his analysis on it and he said it was a penalty but I think it was oh, Michael Owen in the box at the time said mm-hmm. that it was 70% a penalty, but that 30% that wasn't and the ref, the fact that the ref made a decision on field wasn't clear and obvious enough to overturn that. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not really one to ever agree with Michael Owen, but he he was pretty spot on with all of his assessments these game, that game.
2: Um, <clears throat> no i think that's the thing as well like it's like you say he doesn't play the ball i mean i think it's kind of it's very interesting like i i want to say it's good defending in the sense that he moves his legs like around him so much because he obviously he's massive but like whether he hits like sterling said his thigh hits uh, sterling in the back or whatever I don't I'm not sure
1: I'm not sure if this was a real quote or just some mock quote it's not uh, a
2: real quote
1: <laughs> no, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. sumo <laughs> so saying that wasn't my leg
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay so christian just to just to uh, make make the mind up for everyone and, and leave no doubt was it a penalty oh no nope, done sorry sorry Keenan wasn't a penalty Uh, moving on, but let's talk about other fantastic penalties. Uh, Aguero.
0: You know what? Again, Michael Owen hit the nail on the head with that. He said the execution of that penalty was actually perfect. And I kind of agree with him. It would, would have been a great penalty had like Mendy actually committed to the dive, which a lot of goalkeepers do. But he didn't because Mendy never commits to dives and penalty shootouts, as we can remember.
2: Mendy is awful
0: at penalties. He's not the best. He's not.
1: Save this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: how casual it was was my favorite thing. Oh, no. Goes down, stands up, hand up, done.
2: Yeah, he had time to go down and come back up again and grab it. And like it was brilliant. Like he, he barely looked like he was stressed by it. It was fantastic. Um no, I mean, but that that moment though, we could have re- it literally could have all fallen apart so quickly. I mean,
1: well, we celebrated like a goal, didn't we? It was uh, my god, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it would have been game over, I think.
2: Yeah. I mean, but uh, I think the fun thing is when we're playing City is not there's like again, it feels like uh, um, Guardiola seems to be sort of overthinking things again because they change they change their entire formation and approach suddenly they were yeah
0: i I don't think that has any bearing on the actual like upcoming game i think it was a one-off more Mm -hmm. to assess how we would play rather than to see if he can test something out to see if that'll work but i think he knows i think he already knows how he's going to go into the champions league final and i don't think this performance had any indication as to his tactics as to what he's thinking for that game.
2: No, I think I think the opposite. I think it's more likely that he would play the the opposite way and try and play how he's definitely not going to play in the final to sort of throw us off in some sense because this was completely different to how they played before in the Premier League. But that,
0: that, that's that's what I'm saying is like I don't think Guardiola was planning to use this strategy in the final and it was a test. It was mm. let's see how Chelsea play against this. And make whatever minor adjustments we're going to make for the final, but using our our primary strategy.
2: Yeah, I, I just don't think. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there was lots of calls that City had played their second team, but I mean we played them twice and they've not really figured it out.
3: So the question is, going Agüero to take another penalty in the final. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can't see him playing in the final, to be fair. Oh. Unless he kind of has to, doesn't he? Yeah.
0: he? Last game? Mm. Last game for the club. Like, that, it's, a, it's, it's, it's essentially a Drogba esque moment for Man City. Yeah. Mm. Leaving yeah. striker who's done so much for your club.
2: I mean, Guardiola doesn't strike me as the uh, sentimental type.
1: And oh, there's not half the
0: strikers drug bus,
2: so,
1: and and I think this city side is a bit more peak than that Chelsea side was, even though it won the Champions League, it wasn't. Uh, you're you're uh, saying
0: Ryan Bertrand at left wing isn't peak
1: Chelsea,
0: <laughs> <laughs> me. Well,
2: in I'm a
1: way, it is actually, up. but not that kind of peak. <laughs> <laughs> it's peak Chelsea. It's not...
2: oh, I yeah. just I mean I think like this is this game as well. I mean, as much as. Yeah, it all could have fallen apart for various reasons at the first half. We City still didn't really get the best of us, and we still. I'd say yeah, that was got the best ten-minute period
0: at the end of the second half. That mm. our first half, sorry, that they were the better team. Other than that, it was pretty even.
2: I mean, the fact of the matter is, we put the ball in the goal five times, right, in the course of the game. <laughs> like, I mean, a lot of them were offside, yeah. But, like, we, did, we, we got ourselves into attacking situations that meant that, you know, basically, barring a step one way or the other, we could have we could have scored more, as with all our games.
1: Uh, I just, yeah, this is uh, either here nor there. But I, I just hope that next season or during the preseason they find some magic formula to, like, playing Werner perfectly. So he won't have all these offsides. sides. But I mean, I and, he jokes about it himself. I mean, he just says, uh, you know, I've, I've, I haven't managed to find it, you know, to figure it out yet. So I probably, if I did, I would have changed. <laughs> yeah. Do you
0: want to know what though? Is like, do you remember how frustrated I remember being at the uh, Bohemian with you guys and sitting at the pub and just complaining about Alvaro Morata always being offsides. And I don't really find myself complaining about Werner as much. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's frustrating. But at least he still contributes.
2: We'll, yeah, touch, yeah. we'll touch on Werner a bit later, so don't worry. Okay, so let's get into the shit, uh, shit end of this. <laughs> Chelsea nil, Arsenal one. Goals from Emil Smith Rowe, assisted by Jorginho. Keenan, do you have the lineup?
0: Surprisingly, yes. Uh, so we started Kepa. Uh, then Tiago Silva, Kurt Zuma, and Aspie as our three central defenders. In midfield was Jorginho, Chilwell, Gilmore, and Reese James. And then Pulisic, Mount, and Havertz up front.
2: Beautiful. All right. So, in theory, uh, relatively, yeah. You think this team would be good enough to beat Arsenal?
1: Yeah, no, and I mean, I, I, I agree with uh, Tucho. I mean, we, in generally we were. <clears throat> it's just that um, uh, it seems like we are wasting so many chances. Uh, well, this Chelsea side is wasting so many chances. We need to be infinitely a lot better than our position to have the same feeling that we deserve to win. I mean, any other side, and uh, they play that game, they, that game, and they would uh, feel like they deserve to win. Um, But it seems like we are used to wasting so many chances that we need to create even more and even more intensity. So uh, we should have won. But, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, we created a chance for them. So
2: I mean, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, we had 68% of possession, 19 shots to their five, five only five shots on target, but they only had two, not, you know, uh, including the disaster show from Jorginho. I mean it, you just think like if if everything if we don't do that one if Jorginho doesn't make that one mistake, we most likely win or draw.
0: No. Uh, I I don't know. I I that was one of the few games where I felt like VAR fucked us more than other games. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can think of worse.
3: <laughs> but you have two situations there in the Arsenal game. The first is that Kai running alone with the keeper. Yeah. And yeah. Um, how many times have you done that? <laughs> yeah. And other thing is that Suma is actually setting up Jorginho. So he, Jorginho, is passing in blindfold to Mendy, that was not there. <laughs> yeah. And Kepa is like uh, outside of the goal uh, in so tight spaces. I think.
2: I mean, would you would you really say that uh, Kepa could get some some blame here?
3: No, no, no. I don't say that. Um, sorry, but I don't say that. But I think, I think, if if Mendy has done in, in the goal, I think perhaps Jorginho uh, <coughs> has some better knowledge where he's standing because sometimes you need to do a pass. Uh, without looking, and um, but uh, here we have here we have Suma again playing with the feet, <laughs> and uh, and that's usually not getting um,
1: correct every time. So, See, I think yeah. Kepa does uh, everything right there because I mean if, if, the way Chelsea play, we need to use uh, every player uh, at the back, you know, yes. including the keeper to play us out of defense and. Um, I, I think he positions himself where I would expect him to be. It seems like uh Jorginho just he just misses really. He, uh, I think I don't, it's a
3: sumo of no, I don't agree.
0: I don't think I think that it comes down to Jorginho not being able to cope under pressure and hitting a, a blind pass to where he thought Mendy would be, but it's not Mendy, it's it's Kepa. Mm. And like I think Kepa did everything right. I don't I don't necessarily think Zuma played the smartest ball, but it really to me solely comes down to Jorginho not playing the right pass. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I'm completely with Keenan here. It's not <clears throat> I mean, Jorginho has this sort of fantastic Jekyll and Hyde ability to sort of sometimes be able to really control the ball nicely and play the ball along. And sometimes he just, you know, has a brain fart or something and just suddenly doesn't know what to do anymore and gets pressured and lose the ball. Um, in this case, it was something we've seen Jorginho do a thousand times, and that's make the wrong pass.
3: What is a uh, Kumpis in English? Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a Norwegian term basically meaning, you know, uh, a, a friendly, yeah, a friend pass, which, is, which means the opposite.
3: Yeah, and that's
0: what I'm thinking Suma did with Jorginho. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Don't get me wrong.
0: I, I will agree that, like, Jorginho, pro- or sorry, Zuma probably should have played the ball, like, because I think it was like who chill no, who was on the, I don't even remember the other lineup, and I just read it. Whoever was playing our, our wing back, probably should have been played that ball rather than into the central mid of Jorginho. But you would assume that a player of Jorginho's quality would have the ability to look up, which he did, watching the highlights to see who was around him. But he 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 just he failed to do that one thing and like play the right
1: pass. Well, simple cool said that he did a, he did a mistake with no pressure, and I mean I don't agree with that because there was obviously pressure, but it wasn't it wasn't on Jorginho at the time. He had some uh, some yards on the uh, player behind him, so he could have you know looked up and you know obviously if he <laughs> uses too much really time, time it, to But I mean. He, he stressed it and he messed up.
2: <clears throat> I think it's one of those weird things. I mean, it's like the whole sort of hands behind the back um, when defending the box sort of thing. Like it's it feels like a trend where like I remember uh, there was a certain period, a couple of seasons, where people just stopped passing directly to the goalkeeper in front of goal because it had the ball. No, enough situations had happened where the ball had gone in. Like it just yeah. I just yeah. If you can avoid passing straight at the goal then do you know Well
1: like, that was like the uh the golden rule when i was a kid you know you don't pass the ball to the keeper in the goal you do it like beside the goal so you mm-hmm. don't risk those, yeah. uh, <laughs> exact moments but, like that
3: but our genius was him at that time when he got the ball little cocky
1: <laughs> always well that's his yeah. style isn't it yeah, yeah. But this thing is, let's say, um, you know, Cap obviously saves uh, Jorginho's uh, horrible pass. Uh, I think it's Obi- Aubameyang who picks it up and then passes it to
3: mm.
1: whoever. A throw. A throw, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Never had, heard of him. Had, they, had they not, would it be a back pass or whatever it's called in English? You know, when you... Uh... Yeah,
0: so the commentary that I listened to
1: said that
0: had they not gotten an advantage from it, that it should have then been called as a back pass, and they would have had an indirect free kick on the six-yard line.
1: Uh, that would be messy. That would be messy, hundred mm-hmm. percent.
3: But I Arsenal mean, uh, missed that one.
2: <laughs> they were definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah, I um, back
0: up more for that than I do.
2: I mean, all the talk about Keper and everything. I mean, I thought this was a funny situation where actually, I think. The way that Kepa managed to get back in time to scramble the ball off the line—I mean, I don't think Mendy would have done that. He's not—I wouldn't think, i don't think he's that quick in that sense. I mean,
0: uh, he's also nine feet tall, though. It's a
2: yeah, but I not think it was a good—it it was good by Kepa. In, in fact, you know,
0: absolutely, <clears throat> um, Kepa did
3: good.
2: He yeah. did
0: everything he could. So
2: you know, who didn't do everything they could? Jorginho. not bothering yeah. to come back. <laughs>
0: He watched. He watched his pass, which is sort of like. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: A, that's a, such an awful moment when you see he's like. Oh, it seems like he's in a cartoon, you know, when he gets that panic moment. Mm.
2: Whoa! <laughs> so it was like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Well, you know, there is. <laughs> like, literally, if, if he would have come back and responded to the situation that he created, then they wouldn't have scored.
0: It was a. It was a. a like a continuation of faults, like one after another, that all led up to that. That moment.
2: Oh. no, it's true. Um, a funny moment. Um, yeah, Pudilsek scored and um, was uh, this his goal was disallowed, but he did that thing that Timo Werner did as well like, last night, where he, he celebrated even though he was clearly like a mile offside. Like, what is going on with our team? Do they not?
0: I think to be honest, like it's an old school thing where you like I remember celebrating no matter what, even if I okay. knew I was off, because you think you could con the ref into believing that you. Didn't do anything wrong, but unfortunately, there is VAR. Can't con VAR. Yeah, you can't con VAR, can
1: you? It's like a boxing match when uh, the fighter has been uh, smacked around the canvas for uh, all the round. He's just, yay. Exactly. your hands up. If I I celebrate enough, people think I won. And then it's not (laughs) a
0: big deal that I lost.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you can't... uh... VAR will take any opportunity to... If, if they find anything wrong with a goal, they'll, they'll chalk it off. You know, anything at all.
1: Especially a blue it.
2: goal. Exactly, yeah. Um, I think that's probably... You might as well touch on that then. Uh, did... Uh, yeah, a little, little bit of a touch. The ball uh, from who took the shots. Um, was it Mount's shot?
0: Mount, yeah.
2: Uh, of course. Um the shot and uh i think it might have hit someone on the hand did anyone notice that holding mm. but was he
0: holding was holding the ball
2: mm. maybe that's the only I, way we, we would have yeah. got it if he actually picked up the ball you know
0: yeah i i still can't believe that i, I watched the highlights and i was <laughs> i'm pretty sure i was like how the fuck is that on a pen mm. and then I've seen every angle and I was actually chatting with a former customer who's a, an Arsenal supporter and he goes, well, he couldn't really get his hand out of the way. I'm like, doesn't matter. Like it hit his hand and completely, like changed the path, hmm. but not in a natural position. Hand moved towards the ball. I don't see how you can't give that as a pen.
2: I mean, because I've seen this, uh I remember seeing this, it was, was it, Aston Villa versus Southampton, I think, earlier in the season. And basically, yeah, this was Southampton. They took a shot and it hit one of the Aston Villa players' hand in the same way that it did in this sense. And I'm completely along the lines of accepting that they don't uh, just, you know, I mean, not everything should be a hand ball because you have to have hands, right? But like when, that, when the hand is effectively blocking the goal, that means that if his hand wasn't there, the ball would have gone in the goal. Like, surely that's fucking handsome. I mean, if that's not hands, everyone should be wearing goalie gloves, surely.
0: Yeah, I mean, as, as, a, as a football purist, I would have said more often than not, that's probably not a handball. But in the modern interpretation of the rules, 100% is a handball.
2: I mean, the thing is, I mean, surely uh, the Arsenal player should be trying to block the shot anyway. He did. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so in theory, though, if he if it hits his hand, that means he's fucked up double. So he's a he's tried, he should be trying to block it, and but has successfully blocked it, but with his hand. So it must have been intentional. If it's not intentional, that he's not trying to block the ball, which he's not doing his job. It's <laughs> backward logic. logic.
3: But, but the, our biggest problem in the Arsenal game is that we never can hit the target without getting more <laughs> and you, <laughs> the last uh, minutes you got two hits on the crossbar. Yeah. This, oh. It's like we can talk about everything but we need
0: to score. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's Kristen's right. I
0: mean, that is ultimately the problem is we're not putting away clear cut chances. Because who was it? Zuma who took the initial header, right? And then Leno saved and, and then Giroud, Giroud follow up and smash the crossbar. One of those should have gone in. It's like
3: five meters from the goal.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the very fact that, I mean, that would have been a very typical Giroud goal, like where no one else would have scored that apart from him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I mean, I just really thought that the, the changes in the game didn't work. I mean, like, we were we were nil we were nil one at half time and you just think okay, Tuchel thinks that maybe he needs to make some changes and he's proactive and then takes um, he t- he takes Gilmore off and brings Mount into the midfield and and plays Hudson uh, Adoy out wide. Um, Sorry, no, no, go go. Uh,
3: personally, I, 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 we have talked about this uh, before, but uh, yeah. taking Mount deeper in A game when have we succeeded on that? <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know which kind of pod I did here, but uh, I think it uh, was the athletic uh, talking about when Gilmour <coughs> went off, we actually lost uh, momentum because mm-hmm. you're taking Mount back. And you're, I think Mount is the, one of the biggest thing we have in uh, Attack because yeah. of his uh, running
0: madness and.
3: <laughs> He drives
0: the ball as hard as, like, with more desire than anyone else in that team.
1: Yeah. Mm. And he just has the uh, massive intelligence in terms of uh, how he uh, knows when to just let the ball slide <laughs> past him and just move on. He's done that so many times, like, the goal against uh, let Go and, yeah.
2: No, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. I just think, like... Because I remember we talked about this earlier in the season and it's saying that and I was saying that, why can't why don't we just put Mount in the midfield, you know, I mean, that league will have goals from midfield at least, but it's not, yeah, it clearly doesn't work.
3: You not in I mean. the system we have with Jorginho uh, and Kenta also. Mm. Uh, we haven't that in the Arsenal game, but that's our system, so... <laughs> and i don't think uh, mount is working on in that role
2: and again i thought i thought uh, Jorginho and gilmore actually were, looked quite creative in midfield in a weird way that we haven't seen him before in that game in particular um, yeah i just uh, i didn't think it was necessary to take him out i think
0: i think i've said this before that Jorginho's biggest asset is controlling tempo of games and I, I I don't see him more... I don't see him making that killer pass a lot of the time, but I do see somebody like Gilmore making that killer pass. And so, to me, it would have made more sense to sacrifice somebody like Jorginho and bring on somebody else. But... If, did, did you say Fabregas? Yeah, I... I, I, oh, <laughs> man, I don't know how many times I've said Fabregas in this podcast. <laughs> I
1: wouldn't have liked to play Fabregas in like a single midfield role. <laughs> no,
0: no, but Fabregas and Gilmore, perfect. I, yeah.
2: I can't I can't say that Fabregas is any worse at tackling than uh, Jorginho is in general. That's true.
3: But but when you are like chasing a goal or two, uh, then you see the um, problem with Jorginho when he is, need to be that uh, opener.
0: <laughs> but, and, and that's just it is I like he slows the game down. So we can maintain control. Like if, if they're pressing us, there's no one I would want on the pitch more than Jorginho because he can just slow that game down completely. But when we're chasing a game, he's just not the one he doesn't, he doesn't drive the ball. He doesn't, he just, he taps it. and, And a lot of the time it's a sideways pass, which there's a lot of criticism in the world for sideways passing. It has its place, but. There's also times where you have to be a bit more progressive, and sometimes that's just not him. Uh,
3: was Arsenal the game also very didn't uh, we did uh, long ball r- very late? It's like the last four minutes, everyone was chaotic. We need to ball. yeah,
1: <laughs> probably <laughs> because we, of Giroud, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. yeah,
3: but we have like had sideways passes <laughs> in eighty
0: minutes. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. yeah, and Hudson Odoi wasn't very uh, Productive. We'll see. He hasn't yeah. played in a long time, but he didn't really earn himself any more chances, mm. I think.
2: <laughs> um, we should move on. Uh, yeah, let's. Can,
3: can I ask a question around what was saying in a post match around uh, he was, uh, what do you call it? He, it was his fault around the uh, standing of the starter roster or something. He yeah, talked he... about uh, that. The, uh, he shouldn't have mixed around so much and stuff like that. But, but
1: I mean, I mean, we talk about the uh, people mentioning the rotation, and it's too much rotation. And I get the fact that, yeah, you shouldn't rotate that much because um, because of rhythm. But <laughs> then again, if you look at all those plays, I mean, they've probably played together the last week anyway. Because I mean, it, it's been games are becoming thick and fast. Fast. I don't think it's. Yeah, I think it's a bit exaggerated actually. Uh, all of the players that, or most of the players seem to be like first team players.
3: But was that the first time Taco was on defensive? It
1: was or the was first defensive? time I saw him quite sharp in his uh, uh, replies, at least. He yeah. to...
2: to be fair, rotation is what's got us to where we are.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. I'm looking Let's... forward
1: to
0: a win he has a preseason under his belt and we never rotate again Mm. because I hate rotation. I want to see the same squad every week. I want a Leicester winning season where they played like 11 players the whole season, Mm. didn't make a sub.
1: uh, I I I think it's a bit too late to avoid uh, European football. So (laughs) that won't happen.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You mean that season where Leicester only had to play the Premier League? Yeah.
1: Exactly. I think it's if also, you if you don't want to rotate, you're gonna see if you don't rotate, you're gonna see the rotation anyway because players are gonna be injured in like exactly mm. we can play it like
0: we play FIFA. I have my one team to play cup competitions, and none of those players are my starting eleven, and the rest <laughs> can do the prem.
1: That's that's the sorry way, isn't it? That's I mean, that in the Europa you like. two separate teams. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, let's move on. Uh, Chelsea 0 Leicester 1 Goals from Tillemans Assisted by VAR Knut uh, do you have A lineup for us
1: Yeah We have the uh, The legend that is Keppa in goal um, Silvan Rudiger Is in defence Alongside James In the right centre back Position uh, Aspilogueta Playing the Wing back uh, Kante and Jorginho In the double sixes And uh, Mark Alonso On the left wing Or um, Left wing back C H mount behind uh, Werner as the number nine.
2: There we go. Yeah. How do and, you think uh, the? Um, how do you think James and Aspie swapping worked?
1: I think it works pretty well. I mean, obviously, if you're playing teams like uh, Leicester, who have uh, a lot of uh, space runners. Said a word no, uh, Wardy yeah. and yeah, not nice so,
2: into space. Sure. you know,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's nice to have speed there, and uh, Aspie has a lot of things, but perhaps not so much speed any go. So, hmm. I think it works well, and obviously, I think those two can probably just swap around in the game, just as long as they know who's <laughs> behind, uh, and obviously, with um. James and his uh, serve you can probably just, yeah, get a lot of chances from uh, from the deep there was a moment
0: where Reece, uh went one on one with Vardy and just matched him for pace and just completely out muscled him and I was like this is why I love Reese James when he body checks
2: someone it's just so amazing
1: I, th- I think awesome. when it comes to pace they're probably not too far away with strength you know it's mm-hmm. <laughs> a no, bantam against. Uh,
2: I think I think um, it's awesome to see that you can play there. I mean, it's difficult to think about this. I think, generally speaking, I think it worked better um, in the the second Leicester game rather than the Cup final. Um, I just don't. Yeah, I think it worked more fluidly, and Aspid Equator was better attacking. Because I think that's what Tuchel actually talked about that and said that he thought that uh, Aspid Equator is better going forward than he, than James is. It's true. It's true. I know. I was surprised. Well,
0: well. I don't know what games he's watching, but.
3: But, but we don't have a, as SP was good on the passing inside the box when Murata was there, but mm. James is the left foot is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You're missing Absolutely. that when you
1: but you mentioned Morata, and it's kind of funny because uh, all of those uh, crosses that Aspie uh, had to him, like it was five of his first ten or something, that was from the right centre back position, mm-hmm. where <laughs> where this was yeah. actually. Yeah. But, but I, I think Aspie's been pretty good. You know, we all made this truth in the beginning that you know Aspie can't play wing back because <laughs> we thought that when you have Reese James, why would you use him there? But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I uh...
3: I think yeah. it's good to switch so you can like. Uh... Yeah, My, so biggest
0: frust- the game. My biggest frustration with Aspie at left or like right wing back, though, is he holds onto the ball so long sometimes instead of releasing it a bit earlier. And it sometimes kills the momentum of an attack. He, just, he doesn't, I don't, well, he can put in a ball. I mean, I would say Reese is a million times better at crossing than Aspie. Yeah,
2: yeah absolutely. But um, I, think he it's, just, I think it's really just, weird. Because it's not it's a case of like it's like I said, I think like Aspie can't play right wing back, but he is. So what yeah.
1: that's you know,
2: like you know, Yeah, but,
1: yeah, I mean, I, that's what I was trying to say. I mean we, we made that truth or that that made that into a truth, yeah. but I don't know if it is actually. I think I think but, what, but if you have Reese James, you know, coming to the line and crossing, that will be essentially a lot better yeah. than Aspie. But you said like Tuchel, Aspi uh, Aspie is better. Going forward, why is that?
2: That's what I mean. Like Tuchel says a lot of weird shit. So I mean, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in that. Uh, football managers who are getting paid many, many millions to uh, to uh, manage teams know more about football than I do. So um, if they did, then
0: why they would be on a podcast?
2: It's just true. Where where <laughs> where are you? You know, uh, no. I think uh, I think maybe what he's hinting at is or lead, alluding to is the uh, is perhaps the interplay between the players, in a sense that Asby's actually really good at playing uh, one-on-one, with playing connection with the other players.
0: There is a lot of criticism on football Twitter of Reese James as well, that he often passes back because mm. he, he's afraid to push the ball forward. So oh. the back could maybe be part of it.
2: I mean, it's, it's easy to forget that uh, Asby played with, you know, one of the best passing sides in history, you know, in, in Spain. I mean, so he, I mean, he knows all about the tick attacker. So, yeah. the, so we lost the final
3: because of Aspie was on the wrong position?
2: Correct. <laughs> Correct. This is why. This is exactly why. Um, and Tuchel <laughs> needs to take responsibility well, for that. Well,
1: I mean, that. we could say, you know, you had the, uh, you had the, it uh, wasn't it Reese James who uh, hits somebody's hand? Yeah, I don't. That, that's, the, that's the problem, is that goal
0: shouldn't have stood, is really what it comes down to. We lost because of a poor
1: refereeing decision. Two, but is, it, but is that true, ref- though? Because uh, Undec- it, it hit his leg first, <laughs> and then, I mean, I think according to the rules.
2: I think according
0: to the rules, the rules specifically say if you gain an attacking advantage because of a hand, it doesn't matter. And that is exactly what happened. They I had an attacking advantage. Have was, you seen the highlights where kante is just
3: standing there and waving with his hands and just?
0: Yeah, I, he yeah. he's yeah. trying to scream for it. Yeah. Huh. I mean, he, but, he doesn't scream about anything.
2: But this is so dumb as well. Like, if if the if the ref had seen it straight away, he would have called a foul, handball, stop play, right, move on. But as he didn't see it, the play went on and then they scored. So that's where VAR comes in and says, "There, handball in the in the build-up play." I hate shit like this where they go they go back like six hundred um, yes. <laughs> moments. But like, uh, but that's how it is. That's how it's been with us. I mean, it's it's infuriating, I and mean, especially in the sense yeah. that uh, that um, you know Werner's goal was disallowed for a graze of the arm. You know, in the next game, like. This is one game the other game it doesn't matter. It's all handball one game doesn't matter, handball in the other completely. It's hard. only
1: handball if a Chelsea player handles. That's the rule. Correct. I'll that I'll save my take on VAR for the 89th minute, is it? <laughs>
3: but but we lost the game because we didn't score and we had two great chances. So Martial was
1: Well, we, we, we did, did we, score. Did we not score? I think yeah, we but <laughs> <laughs> We did score. Captain
2: Morgan scored. <laughs>
1: Let's put that on reference we did score <laughs> you know i mean the the studio was all about you know the studio you see this is a technology they have the lines it's down to the millimeter and whatnot and then you flip the or look back over where it's on the picture and you know the ball looks like uh bob marley's smoke cloud you know it's I mean, it's you, there's yeah. no the pixelation is so out of i mean it's obviously left his foot Say it's, what you is, want, it, Yeah. It, Twelve feet in the air at that point, mm. when they decided
2: to call it off. Say what you want about the pixelation, but the, the foot, the leg, is actually, like, gone through. So it's clearly, he's taken the kick. So, like, at that yeah. point, whatever microscopic part of Chilwell they think is offside would surely not be offside.
1: Like and I, I've said this before, and it's probably neither here nor there or whatever, but it's, you know, when I was a kid... The reason why you didn't want offside was because you, you didn't want people fishing, as we call it. You didn't want people yes. like standing around the goal. And, we call uh, it uh, cherry picking. In <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I, mean, I, I mean, that's that's the, the essence of the rule, isn't it? And, and you, you're trying to like find these millimetre. I mean, if you're not sure, it's not like the essence of...
3: Uh, it's not football anymore. No, no. Not no,
2: football I anymore. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> Game's gone. Game's gone, mate. Game's, Game's
1: gone. gone. Uh, it mean, But seriously. I was I mean, it's shit. It's. Um, it has been handled so poorly. war. It's, but
2: um, uh,
3: I think. What are we, we talking about the war now? Or uh, should we. Yeah. Talk...
1: No, yeah, war. Definitely. Because. Uh... Yeah, because
3: one of the things that I think about Premier League war is that it's so different between Champions League war and mm. La Liga war. It's. It's two different systems.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. No, in the Champions League games we played, I mean, I felt uh, VAR has been extremely sort of unobtrusive. You know, it's not, it's not come. You not felt it's like constant. Whereas like the game like last night, where (laughs) it was a, you know, you can't you can't even celebrate a goal. You know, it doesn't work anymore.
0: I'm still waiting for them to call off Rüdiger's goal.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: so um, what's the point of looking on a game if you cannot celebrate? You can look on
2: the mobile phone after. So when you're yeah. <laughs> let me know in twenty minutes whether it was a goal or not. You know. Yeah. Um, on a whole, though, I mean, I know it's it's so easy to just carry on about the the bar, which is fair enough. But how do you how do you guys find the the performance as a whole?
1: <laughs> Static. It didn't have the intensity or the application as you've seen in uh other games it's uh they it didn't seem that bothered really which is uh sad in uh leicester
3: wanted more i think
1: yeah
0: i honestly i thought it was probably the worst fa cup final i've watched in a while even worse than us losing to arsenal um there wasn't a lot of intensity from either side and Leicester, we grew into the game, but I didn't think they were amazing. It was one world-class strike that shouldn't have counted, that ended up winning them the game.
3: It's like the kids that uh, first time that are in a stadium with uh, expectors, so they have a lot of noise.
1: <laughs>
3: it's yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. whatever. If you'd heard about the Leicester noise versus the Chelsea noise in the stadium, I think um, there you have one of our perhaps uh, things. Our fan base is perhaps not as loud as other fan base. I think in general,
1: when, not in general, but that game was poor. Yeah, that
3: game is perfectly example. Though. Yeah, I but saw I...
1: On
0: Twitter, and basically from what I read was the majority of the the match-going fans to that game were actually like well older, 40s, 50s kind of thing. And you had a lot more younger Leicester fans. And there is going to be some less younger people are going to be louder. Of course.
3: Mm. Mm. I think that played a
0: big role in it because we were fucking loud at the bridge last night. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it is a frustrating thing, isn't it, when you feel like there wasn't as much noise uh, from our side in a final where like obviously it's completely even so you know both sides the fans need to really be you know stand up and be heard um, and he was
3: chasing a goal
2: yeah exactly you know mm-hmm. i think for anyone anyone who was at the game who didn't feel like the players gave enough or would, you know, there was enough intensity like and if you i mean if you're not singing then surely you're not, you've not done your part
0: it, it is that 12th man argument hmm.
2: Hmm. saw so the difference it made yesterday you know. <laughs> Chelsea 2, Leicester 1 goals from Rüdiger, Jorginho and Iheanacho assisted by Kovacic um, yes uh, do you want to go through the lineup? Can you?
1: sure, uh, Mendy back in goal um, Reese James continued on right centre-back with Thiago Silva and Rüdiger uh, Aspie on wingback uh, with Conte, Jorginho and Chilwell on the other wingback. Pulisic, Mount and Werner. Lovely.
2: Um, I think yeah with this one we're going to try a different approach considering uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first half was basically the Mike Dean show. So I thought we'd, we'd do a little segment called the, the Mike Dean watch um, <laughs> starting with it's
1: just what he wants
2: <laughs> it's exactly it's what he wants he's going to get it it's fine uh, disallowed goals uh, offside and the handball how do we feel um,
0: offside which one was the offside one
2: that was the one where Werner Mount. actually took it beautifully yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, he, yeah.
0: He was offside though. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was a handball. Yeah. They yeah. got the decisions right.
1: Easy as that.
3: Yeah. He got a war hat trick.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, yeah. Being offside, uh, being offside, kind of calms him. So then he finishes well. <laughs> this
2: is the thing: It takes the pressure off He
1: knows it's not going to count. Yeah,
2: it takes the pressure off. Right um no it's uh i don't yeah i just think it's frustrating i think that the um yeah with the the handball one i just think yeah it
0: yeah it, he it, pushes does. it into the net with his hand mm,
2: that definitely didn't happen it, it definitely, i don't know what what angle you see definitely hits his hand. but uh it doesn't hit his side it does hit his side yeah
1: I think he admitted to him himself, actually, yes, but he, so he, he means this because apart. he's uh, pushed by Fofana.
2: Exactly. So it's a penalty. But, but what I
3: think about uh, Werner, and uh, actually he has two, three wars, incidents. And he's uh, smiling and he's uh, waving on the sideline. It's, so it's something with his head. He's really strong in the mind, I think.
2: Well that's where he's really stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I that's mean, the thing. A lot of people will say that you know you can interpret that in a lot of ways, like he doesn't care or anything. But I think he he really does. He seemed like he was quite angry. Personally. Yeah. But but uh, but uh, but uh, but, uh, but, I, but I also agree. I, I also agree with that uh, way of looking at it. I think he is strong because he's uh, uh, much
3: stronger than Murata. I think. Oh. That's a great
1: comparison. Because uh, because look at that. Like, he was broken. He was completely broken. Yeah. And, uh, and Werner, I think we've got a. I, I think he's a hell of a player, and I like him. Yes, mm. he's not the goal machine we wanted, but. Uh, um. United
0: fans says that we need to sell
3: them. No way.
0: <laughs> they can keep piping up about Anthony Martial and how great he is. Yeah. And yeah, leave yeah. Werner to us. Yes.
2: No, I lo- I love Werner. I just, I I just, I think he's hilarious because I've never seen a player quite like it where he's so, he seems to be so crucial to how we attack and whatever he's doing. Everything that's going on is involved with Werner at some point or another.
1: First thing he did was like when he took the ball and he just seemed like he was playing kids, you know, with uh, those, uh, when he just ran through players and he uh, sent the ball to, I think it was Chilwell who finished just outside Mm. uh, or crossed it. So, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, you can say what you want about Werner's offsideness. I mean, but everything <laughs> everything that happened yesterday involved Werner in one sense or another. Yeah. yeah.
3: But but uh, one of the things that I really like with Werner is his mentality around running and running and running. And uh, he lo- he lost the ball mm. and he went back just to I want the fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, the, that, tackle, like yeah. the corner yeah, flag yeah. yeah it's beautiful i mean that's all you need to do you can be as terrible as you want in front of goal but as long as you put in 100 percent, you'll be forgiven
0: yeah i did love the fact that he had he had one out with uh, mike dean and just <laughs> shouted at him couldn't understand the call and then at the beginning of the second half i saw it was like him chatting with i think it was chillwell and just basically making fun of all the decisions that Dean was like, he was pointing at different points on the page and like Dean fucked up there. Dean fucked up there. Dean fucked up there. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: but this, this was... would be, uh, this would be the perfect place to put the uh, team of earners song from the, we have uh said uh, Twitter accounts Chris, because uh, that was sung the entire game. And I, I love that.
2: Okay. You fish it out and I'll put it in. Um, <laughs> Yeah no, and then just to finish off with the Mike Team watch, uh, the stamp by Sayun True. which didn't even do remember yellow, that one. Didn't even get a yellow cards. Yeah
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah. It
3: uh, was it around the fighting you're talking
1: about? No, no no, it's quite early on when the sorry, uh, yeah. it's, it's a high ball and they're both looking at it and the uh, oh on the back yeah, of Kusikanko like yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that I I don't that to me that could have gone either way i wasn't wildly upset that it wasn't a yellow
1: but very well could have been
2: well they actually they actually showed it in the studio and actually showed similar situations where it's been a red so
1: but they, but the, then they uh, said that those situations or those uh, decisions were poor so i don't know but uh, i don't know i mean i think well, it's yellow at it's least definitely yellow because it's, because, uh, because it's it's yeah, dangerous it's probably... and not controlled yeah, it's, maybe it's not uh, intentional, but I mean, it's potentially a game ending for uh, Pulisic.
0: Who was it like, I guess, with that West Ham game that got Balbuena, like, that was less of a, a sending off than that, I guess. So, yeah, that should probably have been at least a yellow.
1: Mm.
2: No, but I think it's it's the it's the same it's the same, this incident as the one with the penalty, where Mike Dean looks at it and just stares blankly, like nothing. Like, how do you look at those situations and just think well that's not even a yellow
0: Well <laughs> alone a fucking free kick for them um,
1: yeah you're uh, you're deep into mike deanology here
3: it's it, uh <laughs> but we had other uh, situation yesterday where we have like uh, rudiger uh, pumped on something uh, that uh, just re- hitting down people running down people behind it <laughs> the... <laughs> uh, war could even look on that if
0: you see on the picture rudiger really was some edge there <laughs> i mean he definitely the, probably could have had a yellow and yeah. gotten into a fight and somehow yeah. didn't get a booking
2: yeah <laughs> I mean, towards, towards the end i mean where the the kerfuffle happened, like i mean mike dean he was completely absent i mean he, he completely lost control of the game
0: there's like that famous clip from a few years ago where there was like a massive fight. And Mike Dean was just sat at the back just watching shit, didn't get involved, just looked, just seemed disinterested, doesn't care, It's because suddenly the, the interest isn't about him, it's about what's yeah going on, and yeah, he no, has sure. to be the center of attention.
2: I mean, to only give one yellow card to Amate, uh, I mean, that's obscene, like... Like, indeed, he was already on a yellow, so in theory, that should be at least a red. And they've forgotten the tackle before there. Yes, <laughs> of the, course, the tackle, the initial call, tackle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is the point in VAR? <laughs> like, what is, like, the, if you're not, obviously, you can't expect the ref to see it, the whole situation, but VAR can. But,
3: but the, the biggest thing around the huddle is that uh, Rudiger went crazy on the guy that uh, the um, Chelsea, yeah, what do you call saying. it, and...
1: Yeah, the on the TikTok. Thing, yeah. 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 yeah, but I mean, it seems like he's uh, still, you know, mentioning that, that uh, Marte guy, because uh, I don't know who it is. There's some Chelsea player, I think, with a jacket on. So I think he's on the bench, quite calm coming into the situation. Who's yeah, was
0: Aspie.
1: Yeah, who's Aspie, yeah. And uh, then you see uh, one word or two from this uh, a Marte guy. And uh, yeah, he totally... Rudy, Eight Silva, nights. Mount all sort of realize... What's happening? <laughs> and I, I, kind of enjoyed it because it was uh, intensity. But I, I must say, I, in general, I didn't enjoy this game until today, because during there were so many shitty, shitty decisions by Mike Dean, the VAR team. There was, I was, I was so annoyed. And obviously, yeah, I suppose you could say some of the VAR decisions are correct. But I mean, you can't celebrate a goal anymore. And and yeah. when Rudiger scored. Yep, I, just... I just waited and when it was actually confirmed that was a goal
2: mm. i mean even then i can't you
1: can't, can't, sure. can't be celebrate him because of a decision mm. that's uh, stupid you know so, i mean i
3: think i asked christopher if if it was a goal
2: <laughs> yeah no we were all we were all very unsure It's like is is mike gonna allow this one to go through you know i mean because it was uh it was mike dean who was on the pitch <clears throat> but then there was also what was his name? Uh, the guy I had in charge of VAR,
0: Andrew Mariner.
2: Andrew yeah. Mariner, yeah, like just the worst combination of people. I mean, just
0: just he did Anthony Taylor for the <laughs> trifecta.
2: Yeah, they should have put. He should have been the the fourth ref. You know. <sighs> no, um, but there's a... I think yeah, like you're saying, like just at half time, it it's insane to think that uh, we. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it was like they were just so lucky that they didn't score some ridiculous goal at some point. Because yeah,
1: but uh, it's it's like I mentioned before, you have this this feeling that Chelsea have to be <coughs> so inevitably so immensely more good than mm. the opposition. You know, we were, we, we should have been three 0 up by halftime, but still, in we can't put the chances away, and especially if. Uh, Mike Dean and Andre Mariner keep varing uh, us uh, fucking yeah. us over the entire game.
3: But I have some takeaways around the game now. Um One is that we have the supporters. We have the last game with supporters. That's great. We have everything in our pocket hand, whatever, what you call it. In, that in our hands, yeah. yeah. <coughs> but the things that I'm wondering about is how is the status around uh, Kai and Kante to the next games? Because it was yeah. um, talked about K that Kai got a hamstring and Kante went off
2: yeah.
3: just before the injury, as the, says.
1: as says. It, uh, it seems like Tuchel is very much, uh, probably all are the managers, but he seems like he's very much into the data, as he always mentions. Uh, and I almost got the feeling that, uh, I mean, obviously... Uh, he says Conte talked to him, and said to, to me he talked to him in French, and I understood him perfectly well, or whatever he said. And then I had to take him off, and it was just a precautionary sub. But it seemed I almost got the feeling that I was planned because we had an incredible intensity in the first thirty mm. with Conte on the pitch, and it seems like it would be strange doing a sub before halftime. It seemed kind of.
3: But- if you look on the Kovačić uh, game, I think he was great after playing nothing. He haven't played for how many games?
1: He had, he had the uh, yeah, it's true. He had the uh, mistake that led to their goal. You know, we he had never make it easy. In the second half. Yeah, I know that. But yeah.
3: but uh, we won the game and we got some game time on uh, Kovačić. So he but, yeah. we, we
1: have. I I completely agree. I think he's good and I love him. I mean, a lot of people don't, but uh, yeah.
2: Oh, hi, Kenan. What's happening? Nothing. Okay. Um. Well, <clears throat> where, where are our, where are our clean sheets gone? What happened?
1: I think they all keep them captive in the war bus.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, we're letting away silly mistakes again. It just happens that players who were so good for us just happen to go through a patch of. Uncertainty, Jorginho, we lost Kovacic. Uh, Jorginho's worst three games have been in the last three games for us, I'd say. Didn't think he was great against Leicester, even though he scored the pen.
2: Yeah, Jorginho, yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's got to be, I mean, this is the the point in the season where surely fatigue must be playing a part.
1: Especially if you're trying to play that what you're going to call a high precision playing out of defense kind of way mm-hmm. very easily you make mistakes and uh, if you're fatigued you know that's going to be mentally as well and you might do these mistakes such as Jorginho did against Arsenal
2: yeah. No, i think um, to be honest, i think both uh Jorginho's goal and uh, Jorginho's goal Jorginho's a mistake and Kovacic mistake. I mean, they both come from the ball being played into the midfield, and then the other team pressuring the our double sixes. I got nothing. Okay, fine. No, <laughs> any response would have been fine. No, it's uh, it's yeah. It is weird. It's but I don't. But when you look at the stats, you don't see us performing much worse than we have done before. It just, yeah. I mean, we just seem to be letting in.
1: No, I mean the, the big, the big difference between this uh, last game against Leicester and the uh, FA Cup final and the Arsenal game is obviously the application and the uh, the intensity they bring. Mm. You, you can see the entire body language is different. Uh, and uh, people had been speculating, you know, obviously Chelsea are more built to be tackling these consistent games, you know, mm. Leicester aren't. So <laughs> they seem to be, they, they had made a big reference in the FA Cup final, but we had more uh, in store for the following game.
2: Mm. I just, I mean, I just think, I mean, considering all the bar shit that happens and all the, the bizarre refereeing in the first half, I thought, I mean, we were so strong to actually still come out and continue going. Um, yeah, I thought we were, I was very impressed. And I think that, like you said, uh, Christian, the, the crowd really helped.
3: Wow. What, I, what I really like about the game last night is is Rüdiger.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: I love when he's <laughs> like that.
2: <laughs> Hashtag hustle. <laughs>
0: oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he, he's making my he's making me eat my words, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'm pretty sure I've said that many a times on the pod. So if he continues this, I will gladly eat my words. And mm. but I still there is this small part of me that has doubts.
2: <laughs> I mean, the thing is that, like we say like, Rudiger on as the the left side or the right side, whatever, of the back three means that he can go forward and he has protection behind him, a sort of sweeper. I mean, like it's his, yeah, his it, little
0: spin, right? Yeah, 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 it, yeah it was so it, good.
2: It was, but like that means Channel, that he can that it means two so
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, but whereas, was yeah. whereas you'd never want Rudiger to play the last the central defender in those three. Um, no that, <laughs> I,
1: I don't i don't necessarily agree because um i think so, that's the uh, that's one of the big pluses of that uh, formation you if you have three at the back they're pretty much backing each other up and he well, does defin- and he does have the passing foot for playing wherever really
2: yeah but there's always one at the back that's the last man so you're yeah. sort of a christensen or zuma in some cases but even Zuma, yeah, but, but, with a time. high
1: line with a high line i'd rather have um Rudiger, there than Thiago Silva to do. You'll our... notice
2: that every, all of our back, all of our four central defenders have all played at the back apart from uh, Rudiger.
1: Yeah.
2: Like but even, even the... Zuma is sort of the last choice to put in there.
3: I, I think the order is Silva, Christensen, <laughs> and
2: Zuma. Yeah. In the middle. <laughs> yeah. But whether that's for everything that that Chris that uh, Rudiger brings going forward as well, I don't know. It could be. Right. So let's move on. Let's finally just talk quickly about the uh, Aston Villa game coming up on Sunday.
0: They are leading right now. They are against. Uh... It's against Tottenham. It doesn't count. It's true. They're not a real team.
2: No, it is – of course, uh, Grealish is back, of course, just in time Mm. to play us, just in time to fall over. That will be fine. Yeah. Um, They will have their fans back, of course, so it will be us against um, Aston Villa and Birmingham.
0: It will be interesting when uh, they start singing you're just a shit Jack Grealish to Mason Mount. Mason Mount scores like four goals. (laughs) <laughs>
3: i think jack jack is uh, subbed off for uh, right now so he also they're trying to <laughs> keep <Safe>. him <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: well the thing is we will have some time to prepare for this game which uh i'm sure they were happy to see some time on the training ground mm. so um
2: what players do you want to see in this game ross barkley <laughs> but for for us,
1: that's uh that's the only one you won't see, I guess. Yeah. Um. No, I, I mean, I'd like us to see us. You got to play the best side, which is I don't know. Uh. Any
2: any players in particular you just you absolutely want to see that haven't been playing or anything like that? No. No.
1: I I want to see the ones who have been playing because uh. Tammy. See the best team. You
2: want to see Tammy, yeah? <laughs> I, I
1: love Tammy. If Burnley had been today.
2: Yeah,
1: so if, a, if playing Tammy now would be an unnecessary risk. I mean, yes, there's a potential upside to it, but then again, you, that's so
0: yeah, harsh. Yes, we're to gonna be, we're gonna sell him to Villa, let him score four goals against him, and then
1: yeah, man, yeah, definitely. If 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 and maybe you know, if he uh, plays and he scores four goals, fantastic. But the thing is, he hasn't been playing for a long time. I don't I don't see him being. Oh, I'm not saying it's has to a full
0: 90, but throw him on for the last half hour when we're up 3-0 and,
1: yeah, yeah, and sure. score that's a couple. That's no yeah. If we're up 3-0, you can do pretty much whatever you like. because uh, yeah. But, but uh, do we need
3: some kind of flow with the backups to the final? So I'm not sure that she
1: I'd like to see Mendy. I'd like to see Kovacic because I think we need mm. to play him into shape. Uh, mm. And obviously, uh, I think we should just play our best side. Um, I suppose... The attacking three would be interesting, seeing uh, who that be. Obviously, it'll be Mount. Uh, I mean, Timo. Timo and Kai?
2: Mm. I think that Kai has a, to if, if Kai is fit, then we should play Kai, because the only times we ever seem to score a couple of goals seems to be when Kai's playing.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. I,
2: well, go ahead.
3: I just was saying that if if we can like kill the game that we' have never done this season <laughs> we, exactly. we could we can like uh, spare players but <laughs> how um, i cannot i can't remember but last time we killed the game so yeah. <laughs> crystal palace Crystal
2: palace Kai played who's that <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I, I don't know i mean, I think we just uh the, the important thing here is to Secure when just get it
2: over the line, mm. literally,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, okay, predictions starting with Christian as our guest.
3: Um,
2: we need to win, so we uh, one, two. One, 2 Oh, yeah, okay, so yep, one two. You did it in the right format, excellent.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's a close like that, too. But I'm gonna say three one just to be three one
2: to us, then, yeah, yeah, two, the good guys. one three.
1: One three. Keenan?
2: I'll go three nil. Three nil, one zero three. And I will go one nil. A sweaty one nil. Right. Anyway. Chelsea? Yeah, one nil to zero zero, one to
1: the
2: good guys, of course. Uh, right, let's, let's finish this. Uh, thank you for being our guest, Christian. No
1: problem.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you guys later. We'll probably have another podcast next week to prepare for the Champions League final.
1: Enjoy a hey. fancy meal in the fancy restaurant, Keaton. Yeah, right? enjoy a meal. I Christian. have to go put on real big boy clothes now. So oh, that's so
0: cute. I know. I'm growing up. Yep. Oh. All
2: right, talk to you later, guys.
0: Take it right. easy, boys.